It's your girl, White Jones, and it is the Critical Crew. And today's special guest happened to be DJ Kimi and... Vessie. Vessie. Vessie, <laughs> accent different still, you know. <laughs> Vessie. Now, now, tell the people where you're from in Connecticut. New Haven, of course, the 203. Yeah, New Haven, New Haven, same way too. I don't know. Now, where do you guys originate from? 876. 876 Portmore. Portmore to the death of me, you Yeah, know? because I see you guys play 876 on everything. Yeah, we do because, you know, it's a cultu- cultural thing. And, mm-hmm. I mean... It's, it's, a, it's the air crew for the whole country, so we got to yeah. represent. Now, how? why did you transfer from Jamaica to Connecticut? What was it that made you guys come here? You want to go first? Well, for me, still, it was like a whole different... Connecticut wasn't really in my plans, pretty much. I was more so focused on going to school abroad. Wherever abroad was, was pretty mm-hmm. much where I wanted to do. So I did track and field for pretty much all of my life. I got a track scholarship to go to University of South Florida, but because of my grades, you know, was a bad kid and stuff, I couldn't go to Division One. so I ended up in Connecticut at Division Two school, which was in Connecticut State University. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, I did, you know, four years of school, graduated honors and all that. You know, so, you know, just found music while I was there. It was like a, a avenue. I always loved music, but I found DJ more so in Connecticut. So I would say, like, DJ Kimi was more born in New Haven. That's and what's then, up. like, you know, Akeem was born in Jamaica. That's what's up. Now, what sure. was it for you? Uh, on my behalf, like... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I ain't going even front, like, my mom think I was bad. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, growing in Jamaica is different, and Kimi knows how it is, too. Like, uh-huh. I mean, he got a better, um, he got a quicker opportunity than me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because we both from the same area. Yeah. We seen each other around, but we didn't know each other. That's what's up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, that's kind of, that's kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? So, I really, like, start, like, Interacting with Kimi up here, like uh-huh. our body, but in I used to see him around, but I never knew who he was. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So um, on my end, like my mom think I was bad, and like she was up here, and like she felt more comfortable with me being up here than like, down there. Than down there, but although she lives in another state, mm-hmm. but she rather me be up here than in Jamaica because opportunity. Wise. Yeah, and exactly. like all the things that was happening in Jamaica and like especially the crime. Crime and I mean Yeah, how is it um in Jamaica versus cuz we have a lot of crime in Connecticut, but it can't yeah. be as nowhere near as it is in Jamaica. It's <laughs> not even that like I I look at it like to each his own, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because like y'all like the crime up here is like different from the crime down yeah. there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And like the only, the only problem with like with Jamaica why it's so emphasized is that we we're such a small country, uh-huh. yeah. so that we have more crime per capita than most places in the world because we're just so small and a little bit more violent than other people. But True. I mean, it's the same way crime happens everywhere. It's just that when you're in a more you know close knit area, it's yeah. it's more mm-hmm. frequent, you know. So that's pretty much the situation. And everybody know what's going on. What's yeah, the, okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you could hide with it. It's there, and then like. It's so influential yeah. among us, you know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. where we're from because, like, you see what you do, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you growing up in society, like, you see stuff and you just think it's normal. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you naive. Yeah. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like, I, like, I remember the first time I came here and we heard gunshots and I was just, I, like, I didn't jump, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I was a scared. And, like, everybody was running. I was like, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm, <laughs> yeah. like, insensitive yeah, to this so or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Connecticut 
it's the same thing as far as like if you grow up in hood in a in a hood or if you're you know prone to it if you see people sell drugs every day you're going to want to do yeah. you know or either you're not want to do but you're going to want to sell the drugs right. so True. you know where you guys come from um in that country where you, what you experienced to come up here and get opportunity was something that most people wouldn't have done they would have stayed you know yeah. because mm. it's changed you know it's something yeah. totally different um you know i i i've read that you guys don't use certain words True. S- to mint like pertaining to things that yeah. like a mango you don't yeah, say yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you don't yeah. say men yeah we don't now we don't what is that i about? mean i mean it's 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 a taboo thing yeah. right pretty it's much a taboo we, thing. We, we, in the in the culture it's our so culture now. Yeah, our culture. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's not yeah. there like yeah. how it used to be no yeah. more. Not yeah. to knock nobody, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? The, the culture has, has I, I guess, changed more so to like an Americanized culture yeah. in Jamaica. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people, you know, have been, you know, migrating and there's a lot of immigrants coming back. So they're bringing a lot of cultures back. There's a lot of Jamaicans who travel a lot. So okay. it's like there's a lot of influential things being happening in Jamaica. And it's not like back in the day when we did, when, you know, only one house on the block had cable where we could see like you know True. Wow. stuff like that so it's yeah. like you know we only had two channels like most people in Jamaica only had two channels it's I either those days it's either watching the news Are or you you're just not watching nothing you're watching and an old 1978 movie exactly no wow. and it's a privilege to watch cartoons on yeah. Saturdays yeah wow. like Saturdays you're gonna make sure you get up early in the morning to you, yeah it's like catch all the cartoons you, yeah. it trains you like to get up early just as if you wanna see some cartoons yeah. you, you gotta get, get up early, early. Yeah. Wow. and you gotta make sure you convenient as right now Yeah, you gotta do your homework the week before make sure yeah. everything is good because you only see cartoons once a week. So it's safe to say Connecticut is definitely was something that you guys enjoyed. Oh, I yeah. mean, <laughs> yo, yo, we utilize everything that's yeah. here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're like, more appreciative. Yeah. You know a lot of saying? people don't appreciate the stuff they and have like, here at all. And the things we see up here, I'm like, damn, if we had that in Jamaica, like, we wouldn't have, we wow. wouldn't even be doing this interview right now. Yeah, probably. That's because, you know what I'm saying? It's funny when I came here and I realized that every... High school, even if every high school has like a, a a proper track, like yeah. you know Chevron rubber, like yes. proper long jump it. Like I was training on dirt and grass for That's like nice. every month, and then it was a privilege to make the team to go to the championship, so you can run on that bare so feet. I, and, 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 <laughs> and and I think like we used to share spikes, like like six people to to to, to, to one spike? one pair yeah. of spikes. You know what I mean? Wow. So it was like we developed to where Jamaica is now being recognized for track and field where I see where a lot of people are getting better help and like a lot of students are getting more opportunities to come wow. here and better themselves so it, it, it's just a switch in you know the times but it's, it's a better change so it's know. good when you guys actually got out the time that you did yeah now yeah. how did you find music I mean I've been doing it since high school okay. you know what I'm saying like like high school has been the most impactful like experience mm-hmm. like i mean um, don't get me wrong i'm I'm a huge vibes cartel fan uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and like movado and everybody else mm-hmm. but like my peers i feel like i got more in, i got more like how would i say like more um gravitating to the music uh-huh. amongst my peers because peers. like they were lyrical as hell you know yeah. what i'm saying That's i'm like I, and I used to be like damn i gotta write me something uh-huh. so i used to write my little raps on the, my, my little tracks on the side and let nobody hear me. Oh, that was dope. So you actually got inspired from By my people. friends. Wow. Yeah, by, by, by my That's high different. school friends. You That's know what I'm different. saying? And then after that, like, just by being around them, train me to listen like the real artists is them, like, more keenly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then I, I, I see how they go about, how they do their bars, their rhymes, their metaphors, and all that type of stuff. And, like, that's where I, like, gravitate more. Uh-huh. And be more diverse in what I do. And then uh, before you know it, I'm starting listening to every music. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I ain't going to front. I, I feel like I was the only one that was listening to Lil Wayne when I was down there. People was looking at me funny. Like, 
what yeah. you know. You know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the diversity. Yeah. I, I go by the diversity. Now, DJ Kimi, you um, you be out here rocking, sometimes, and your name sometimes. is your name <laughs> is <laughs> your name is everywhere. Like you literally went from because I, I didn't know who you were at first, and right. then I kept hearing you on the radio. I yeah. kept hearing you DJing parties. Yeah. Like, how is that experience from not doing DJing at all, coming to Connecticut, and then? Now you're like on literally every party you're doing. It's, yeah, uh, it's crazy because even I, I guess like even if my friends in Jamaica still don't see me as a DJ uh-huh. because they just know me as oh yeah he's gonna go to the Olympics so that's that's the guy that's gonna be a track guy forever so it's like it's weird for me as well because when I came here I had no intentions of doing music no intentions of doing like my major is advertising and promotion but it just so happened that it kind of tied into what I was doing. It sure did. And so, you know, I got a really bad injury in my in my 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 career in track. So, I guess my junior year I got a bad ankle injury couldn't walk for 3 months. Wow. And I came back and I won the conference, won the championships and then this, the coach kind of, you know, did me dirty and whatever and I ended up getting an academic scholarship to complete my final year of college, which was kind of like a blessing because if it wasn't for that I had to go back to Jamaica cuz the, you know the, the the currency difference is like 112 120 uh-huh. Jamaican dollars to one yeah. you know so it's like it was a it big was blessing yeah it's a big blessing for me to find DJing as well because you know being a a, a a student from from another country you can't get certain jobs you sure can you know you can only work right. on campus and then on campus you can only get but so much like I was DJing on when I just started DJing I DJing on campus I was DJing on campus for a, a $50 a gift card to the bookstore you know, wow. and it was just like for years I was doing this, doing this, doing this, and then I started getting little club gigs, and then, and then you know, I I, th- I think because I went to college kind of helped me because I networked to other colleges, and then I got into other colleges, and then people seen, and then I realized my value once I started getting paid elsewhere, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I could do this DJing thing for for a little while, and then I started taking it a little more seriously, and then it just after I graduated, and my mom was like, you know, do you want to go work for somebody? I was like, yeah, I tried it for like three months. Just couldn't do it, so I just <laughs> said, all right, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just go hard on this DJing thing, and honestly, it's been a blessing. I mean, I've been able to hit my mom, do what I gotta do, and just live comfortable. So yeah. That's what's up. So do you? I mean, do you p- prefer college parties, or do you prefer when you know artists and clubs come out for them for you I, to DJ? Honestly, I don't prefer either. Neither. Honestly, I prefer doing like well, like weddings, weddings. Really? And like, I swear to God, like everybody thinks I'm like this turn up guy, like, but when I go home, I listen to like. I don't even know, like, I listen to Marcia Griffith sometimes. I go back and listen to some Ken Booth. I listen to some Teddy Pettigrass. Like, I go go way back into, like, the real when music actually make you feel something. So, like, True. I like doing, like, weddings. I do, like, Sweet Sixteens. I like doing even bar mitzvahs. Like, mm-hmm. it's just stuff that's more has more meaning. When I go to the club, I feel like it's more, like, reputation. Like, okay, I'm going to go to the club. I'm going to see... These people, they're going to buy these amount of bottles. I'm going to play these hot songs. I'm going to play these songs they never heard before. I'm going to surprise them. Boom, get my money. I'm going to go home. It's like boring. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I go to like a wedding, you know, you, you might never know. Somebody might do something that, you know, changes your life. Just in that wedding, you might hear a speech, something like I feel like when you do things that, you know, are a part of somebody else's life, mm-hmm. like when you have an impact. Because someone's wedding is like the most important day, it is. you know, in, it in, is. in a relationship. So I feel like for them to even ask you to be a part of that is like you know it's something uh, special exactly so i feel like it's it's more meaning behind djing for a wedding than to go just dj for the club i mean it's bread and that's why i just do that i would more do a wedding for free honestly than do wow, the club for free yo you hear that wedding for free no 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 my wedding started a thousand dollars thank you all right cool yeah <laughs> so so let me ask you a question right being that djing is a part of hip-hop culture 
do you feel that DJs nowadays are appreciative of the culture? Because nowadays, a lot of people do it for, like you said, it's fame and yeah. or it's to be seen yeah. or it's to be heard. Are they really doing it for the culture? You know what I mean? Like you seem like a DJ to me that's really heartfelt. You uh, care about your you what where you put your hands to to spin. I definitely do, but I feel like I don't know how to put this because honestly, when I started DJing, I didn't start DJing for the passion. Mm-hmm. Like I started DJing honestly because it was a it was a means to an end. So I'm like, I see an opportunity. There was a lack of DJs in New Haven. You know, there's a lack of college DJs in Connecticut in general. So it's more so I seen an opportunity and the opportunity kind of turned into a passion because I was always passionate with music, but I just never really knew what direction. I just never like in a million years, I would never see myself as a DJ. Like I always loved music. I would play around with little DJ stuff, but it was never anything where I'd be like, yo, I'm going to become a DJ. But these DJs nowadays, I realize it's a lot of cash driven DJs. It's a lot of like, you know, they will go and be like, all right, boom, I'm going to go by this turntable, get his map book. Cause that's what the 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 standard is. Cause they don't really know what they're getting. No, they know? don't. They don't. So they go out and they go say, "Boom! This is three thousand dollars. This must be the best thing. I'm gonna get this. Oh, this laptop is four thousand. Let me get this." And so they go and they accumulate all this stuff, and people go and actually book them because they have all this equipment, all this stuff, and then they're actually not, you know, an actual DJ. And I, I don't knock anybody for doing what they gotta do, but at the same time, you gotta advertise your business correctly. Like if you're a professional DJ advertise your professional DJ. If you're, you know, if you're going to do and go do like, you know, sound equipment or you're going to do lighting or you're going to do recording or you're going to be a producer or whatever it is, like you got to make sure that whatever you're selling is what you're actually selling. Exactly. You know, so I just feel like people should just take DJ more seriously. I don't care if you use two iPods to DJ. Like, you know, your equipment doesn't define a DJ. I keep trying to tell people that because there's a lot of DJs that come and say, oh, you know, if you don't use vinyls or you don't use techniques or whatever it is, you're not a real DJ. And to me, that's just people that's just stuck in a rut. Like, anybody who's stuck in a rut is just not around for change and not around for moving with the times. Because you can do what somebody's doing with two techniques with two iPods. The, peop- the people that's hearing it don't care. And they, they don't even know. They don't know. They don't know what you're doing up there. The so. thing is, you're supposed to be pleasing an audience. No matter how, if you have two sticks and you rub it together and everybody's happy, then that's how it's got to be. It's just that you have to know your equipment. Don't go buy two techniques because real DJs use techniques and you don't know how to even take care of techniques. You're absolutely you know correct I mean? so about that, though. Yeah, it's just it's a lot of stuff. Now, you got a song that you did a cover for, Controller Drake. Yeah. And a lot of people knew that I was interviewing you and they listened to it and they were like, yo, that shit is hot. Word. That Fire. shit is hot. Fire. So, like, what made you do Controller? Because I think it was about to be trendy. Uh-huh. You're right. And, 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 and the way I see how, like... Uh, it was going it was going about like i knew like i could get i could gain something out of it uh-huh. you know what i'm saying especially the whole controversy with um vibes cartel protege popcorn and drake and then the views was dropping at that time and then i ran in the beat i'm like yo this is perfect exactly. i got to do something it's not like i i like literally looked at the beat like heard the song i was like yo I'm going to do something to it. Yeah, because a lot of, even I've read your SoundCloud, you know, the comments up there, they're like, yo, this is different. This is hot. You know, people of different race, you know, was even underneath it, you know, glorifying your version of the song. Uh, You know what's crazy, too? Universal Record just removed my version off my SoundCloud. Wow. You know what I'm saying? They were like, I get infringement. (laughs) 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 I mean, I don't know what happened, but they just alert me through email and, um, inbox me on soundcloud like 
if I can't make certain claims off of it, like they're gonna remove it mm-hmm. because you know the music industry getting strict now. Yeah, yeah. of course they are. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Of they're getting they strict. Like, Everything is around YouTube. streaming, man. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of things revolves around streaming. So they don't want things to get streamed that's not being paid for. You're absolutely you know correct about that. I mean, it's a business. So yeah, you know and, how and that it, goes. it was getting up there too. Like it was getting up there, and then they just removed and it. And that's why when you have something that's hot yeah. and it's moving in numbers, and they're not getting a check from it, mm-hmm. yeah. they're like, they're gonna listen, down. yeah, they got, they're gonna take it away. Yeah. But Wait. it was definitely, I mean, for the people that did hear it, good looking. Um, they kept asking me, "Yo, Word. are you gonna have them played on the show?" And I'm like, "I'm not sure." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because of the copyright. But um I mean, I mean, we have all rights to that, but like as far as like promoting it social wise, exactly. it's complicated. You know Very. what I'm saying? We can always do a freestyle on the beat, don't it? Long time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so let me ask you a question. Being that yeah. you're considered a reggae artist, yeah. do you like the fact that they put you in that box? Olanda, dance all artists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, people has their own views, I, 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 which I could only respect. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I don't see myself as that. Like, like, I, I even did tracks with rappers actually rapping. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's my question, though. Um, being that you do reggae, yeah. like, or you have a very, very he- heavy accent, yeah. is it sometimes hard to do uh, tracks with other artists that nah. most no? Actually, nah, because they're more like, embracive. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I, I embrace music on a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love the whole diversity of music. I listen to every genre of music. You know what I'm saying? And, like, living in Jamaica, too, like, I think I listen more hip-hop and rap more than dancehall and reggae. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. And, what's yeah. co- and, and, and it's hard to believe, but it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? When, 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 when like, persons have conversation about Jada... And, and, and Styles. What was Styles' name before he changed his name to Styles? Locks or something? There was no, it was the Locks. There was a group. The group. Yeah, but the he locks. had a, he had a different name before Styles P. Nah, I think nah, it was always Styles P. P. Nah, it was always Styles yeah, P. Yeah, they, they were just in the Locks. Yeah, the locks, locks was just like, yeah, right. Lord, sure, or something like that. Nah. But anyway, anyway, like, persons were surprised that I even know those artists. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, because, exactly, and that's what you it know is. What yeah. And, and, and but that's what I'm saying. Like I embrace like music on a whole. Like I listen to everything. When I say everything, old music, new music, music that my my grandparents listen to. So that, do you feel like that's what keeps you well rounded? Yeah, and, and and keep me like um content. Like and like I know different styles and like I just do whatever I please when it comes on to a beat because like I I don't even know when I'm switching it up. No, you don't, because I heard a track, right? Yeah. I wasn't supposed to hear it, but I did. It's off of a new LP that's going to be dropping soon. I And it was hard. Like, Word. It was hard. It was so hard, I asked the breed, can I get yeah. the song? And he's <laughs> like, no, 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 we got to wait till it come out. Yeah. And it was so, th- your voice on it is what made the song. And everybody agreed. I mean, it was how you how you actually came on the beat and then you you bodied it. You know what I mean? And it was different because there's different type of styles on that track. Yeah. You know, um, I, I can't wait till it come out for the people to definitely see it, um, see the artwork and see the, you know, how it was bought yeah. apart and how it was broken down. It's just a dope project. But that song. That night was magic. Al- al- alone is one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I think that's one of that's one of the best studio sessions I ever had this year. Yeah, we probably could preview that today a little bit though. What no, you like, think? I, like I, I, I'm word. down for whatever, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, I mean, I can't wait. I can't yeah, wait. Y- now, are you working on anything right now? I'm working on a lot of stuff. Okay, I stay working. That's it's just up. it's it's just the right time and the entity and like 
the right projects to come around because as i said like i'm now realizing that like the music industry is getting strict i can't do i can't do what i want to do uh-huh. how like we could do back in the day exactly you know what I'm saying? so it's getting strict so i'm just like being more professional this time but the work's ne- the work never stops the work never stops That's i, I stay right and trust me I now with you kimi um I, I'm, I'm very passionate about DJing and music and the culture. Um, and it really bothers me that when artists will pay money, thousands, mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. a DJ that's in the industry to come mm-hmm. host their mixtape, mm-hmm. but will not pay a, a fucking DJ out here that's mm-hmm. like ripping shit down. Like these are the same DJs that they want to play your music. These are the same DJs, Preach. you know, that they want you to slide their mixtape yeah. to, oh, I heard you yeah. doing a show with this one. Yeah. So it bothers me, you know, and I don't know if it, it affects you in a way that it affects I, me because I, you're one of the like the best DJs out here. Yeah, so you I, know I, so I, I definitely feel you on that. I just I don't know. I mean my thing is it doesn't really affect me that much because it wasn't really the space that I was really aiming for. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was never really like, oh, yo, I definitely want to, like, have at least 10 artists mixed tips of host for the year. Like, it's it's something more to me that if, if, someone, if someone values my time and values my talent, then they'll reach out to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be the one reaching out to an artist like, Hey, I like your music. Come and be host your mixtape. Have, have a lot of artists came to you locally? Nah, not really. Came to, you? to be honest with you. And, and it's funny because... I'm friends with pretty much a lot of them. Yeah, you but are. But it's, 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 it's mostly that, you know, I understand how the music business goes. and But, but what good is it if they're not pushing your mixtape? That's that's another thing. It's like I, I don't think a lot of artists have too much faith in, in, in the DJs that's around here, you I know? I got you. And, I mean, there's nothing much you, the DJs can do about it but just to offer their services. You know, my services are always open. Like, I'm... I'm down to do whatever. I'll, I'll tell you your mixtape is trash, but I'll still host your mixtape. <laughs> Word. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to give you my honest opinion, but I, I'll still help you. I mean, there's a lot of trash music in the streets right now that's selling. So exactly. it's like, as long as you're comfortable with it being trash, and I'm saying that it's trash or whatever, but if your mixtape is hot, I'm going to tell you it's hot at the same time. It's just, I'm always going to be an honest person. I think a lot of people don't really like that bluntness sometimes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't handle that because, I mean, I think... I've earned the right so far to say what I think will be popping in the club or what could do something in the club because I've seen and I've been around it, I think, long enough to, to, to kind of have an ear or, you know, a knack for just knowing, like, what could pop off because you couldn't say nothing on a song and it'd be hot. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, your cadences and how you deliver your music and your beats. It's just a lot of stuff that go together. So, I mean, I just want rappers to be able to approach people and not be superstars. Cause I feel like a lot of super rappers feel like they're superstars already, like Before they've already it. made it, you know? You're right. And, like, we're all here. If we're all here, that means, you know, we're all trying to get there. True. So I feel like, you know, rappers and, and DJs should try to come together and nobody should really be afraid to, like, approach somebody. Like, you know, nobody, you know nobody's no millionaires out here, you know? You're right. right. So it's like... Even if we were millionaires, we all need to be humble and be able to help each other and, you know, try to get things done because you can only get better if people are helping. Like I told somebody today, like, you know, there, there, there's this, uh, I'm kind of switching off topic, but there's this big thing going on where DJs are undercutting on the DJs. And <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't make sense for you to undercut somebody because you're undercutting yourself at the end of the day. You know what I mean? If, if I come to an agreement and say, all right, cool, I'm not charging less than 
250 for clubs, 300 for the da da da, and everybody stay at the same price. People can only go with who they want. You're absolutely correct. You know, and it's like I don't understand why people don't want to get more money. If we say, all right, cool, the bottom line is 500, everybody's gonna have to pay 500 dollars. Unless you want to go all the way out of state, and then you're gonna have to pay traveling fees. So you might as well get in state and get what's popping and what's hot. But it's like. I don't see why other DJs don't it see that vision. It makes common sense. Some you know? people don't get it. Some yeah, people so just don't know how to do numbers. They no. just look at it as it's me, me, no. me, 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 and that's yeah. why they're losing. I think it's ego. It's yeah. definitely yeah. Ego, ego and pride. Ego and pride. Yeah, yeah too much of that. Because I, I tell somebody this: if somebody calls me for a gig and I'm booked for that day, I'm gonna find somebody who I know to give that gig to. But see, to. that's love. There's you some know? people that don't understand that. Even though people I don't fuck with, I'm still going to be like, yo, you know, I know you nice even though I don't fuck with you. Here's a gig because at the end of the day, we all DJs and we all trying to eat. We all got families and this is our jobs. Like a lot of people think that DJing is just, oh, it's a hobby. And a lot of people that are DJing now are taking it as a hobby and, you know, they're turning into a game. But this is actually somebody's job. It's a profession. You know, you got to think about, like, before the event, you got to get prepared for the event. You got to look equipment into the event you got to set up for the event you gotta after see every in the event you know what i mean you got to <laughs> read the crowd you got to make sure that you're on key the whole night even sure. if you're intoxicated like you got to be the most sober person in that party because you are the party without you there's nobody there's else nobody and else. Then after everybody's leave we're the ones sitting down waiting to get paid last you know what i mean yeah. we, after we pack everything else up the securities get paid bartenders get paid everybody gets paid except for the person who's actually you know the most Hosting the party. you know essential part of the party i'm not saying every other factor doesn't help but without a dj you have no party that's deep i i like how you break that down because that actually makes sense so for anybody that's trying to book you got to understand these is numbers out here. You yeah, gotta get yeah. Right. And, I, and I'll let you know numbers, too. If, if if I got X amount of followers and I'm assure you that 100 people is going to come in, it's $10 head. Best for sure. I want that bread. <laughs> I want all that money. You're going to tell me you got $150 at the end of the night. Fuck that. Our viewers, <laughs> where can our viewers and listeners uh, find you to at? Like, what are your plugins for your social networks? Oh, me. For now, I got um Instagram, Vessi876, you know, Snapchat, Vessi876, of course. Facebook, Vessi Venom, you know, and YouTube, Vessi Venom Vivo. Now for you, DJ you know? Kimi. Well, you can find me, DJ Kimi876, uh, Twitter, Instagram. My Snapchat is just DJ Kimi. I got an app in the App Store. I mean, if you got an iPhone, you got an Android phone, you got a tablet, whatever, it's free in the App Store, just DJ space, K-E-E-M-Y. You can download it. I got mixes up there. I got my venues up there I'm going to be at next. I got videos, everything, you know what I mean? And you can, DJKimi.com. I don't know. So you know what time it is, right? We about to get on the boards. We about to get lit. 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 Shit. Hold on. <laughs> Let me switch it up a bit. Lit night the tip of a split. It's hot as hell in this shit. Steamy. Looking like a damn football team All in the same thing All rapping one thing
Crew, which is right, I never run my dog time. DJ Kimi exclusive. Politic, right? Boom! We sipping Hennessy, smoking marijuana, link up Lana. Gala sit down, power with team, no need no llama. I'm in the one, he got no jail like Mr. Palmer. Watch the bands, man. A weed, gal money, me, a pre link up the tax, man. We push your poetic fun, it costs a none of arms, and we not gonna live no freaky life like Radman playing bars, and well, on the stop the beat, give me your paws, and me tired of the fish without the gills, and where you touch the youths and parts, and what, boom, what, what, what? Long move, them get me really cross, and 
Some of them are priests, some of them are pastors. Bullets are shaved them up just like the barbers. Them circle with them jump and sound. Shut up and know some others. We also feel with things no gally talk like we your papa. Stretching up my master plans are yapa me veranda. Stacking up my papers in the hand like it's a partner. All the theater while me trusting as your father. God know. Any see young red bull busting on me yet. My style I kill them in the streets. Shut up. Alright. Don't kill, him. don't kill him, don't kill him, don't kill him, don't kill him, don't kill him. And this man is empty, I'm titty, don't you tempt me. I'm drowning in my sorrows, wake me up when it's the century. Bob Marley's at the crib so you can smell the essence senses. A better way to make my day to day, I always envy. So I'm a cracker, not the cellar, and pour it in the glass. Shout out to my niggas who watch it within the past. And shout out to my niggas who is dead beneath the trash. Hello to all my ladies who is well in the smash. Welcome to my house party, this ain't my nigga Mill. Shorty fucked up, I recommend the blow pill. Camouflage your ass, you looking sexy in those hills. I need to get you in my bed to know how it feels. And at the crib, it's a ladies' night campaign. Real G's moving silence like champagne. Yeah, the ladies flooded, and it's a rampage. This is the story called the condoms and champagne. Yo, hey. yo, condoms that's enough. Champagne. I can't, I can't hey. take no more. I can't take no more, man. Yo, this is critical, man. Check this it. is critical. You know with your body like me, Xbox he controller. Won't stop. Me love it when you whine and catch Benova. Girl, you full of grip, your body richer than Oprah. And me, you crown and your belly like soldier. Your skin clean. Me, you beg your son, never that stop next man. Chrome skin girl, you're not a fee. You scream and I will never give your bun like me. Near Max Bale. Pretty smile. Right now, she start cheese. You're the only cool, but she sting like this. In a your aim. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive critical crew, Bessie represents which is right there, at all times, right? It was always a pleasure to have you. Yo. Always, always. You know it's me. Yep. Honestly. It's your girl White Jones, man. And we just had a serious, serious session with no other than my boys. Yeah. Jump rocker style. Yeah, to the six. It's a pleasure and a poetic. It's a message which is right. I'm, I'm really like highly favored about this, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, I, I really appreciate everything that is going on, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Set and everything, you know what I'm saying? This is my first interview in New Haven. So now. then I'm, I'm pleasured. Yeah, which is right. It's critical, baby. We out. Yup, <laughs> which is right. 